0: So trapped, I I feel so trapped in these shorts. I just wish they were shorts. <laughs> I feel so trapped in these shorts.
1: If you get naked. I'm not. I'm gonna I'm not slap you. Them off.
0: I'm not doing anything. God damn. What do you think of me? <laughs> I'm just readjusting. Jesus. <laughs> Alright, now there's our cold open. God. <laughs> Well, hello and welcome to Bromancing the Stone. It's the podcast where I, Renee Sanchez, and my buddy, Max Lyon. Hello. Watch rom coms and then immediately start talking about them into microphones for your listening pleasure.
1: How many episodes in are we gonna keep doing that same exact intro?
0: You have to have the same intro in the in podcasts. So everyone kind of
1: so forever we're doing yes, this. Forever. Yeah, dear God, I did not sign on to that. Well, I signed on to like seven or eight episodes maximum. Too like, bad I'm, we're gonna need to renegotiate re-negoti- my contract.
0: Well. <laughs> All right, well,
1: because this is episode seven, actually.
0: <coughs> what, I, what is a seven-show contract?
1: Yeah, lucky number seven. No, wait, eight. Damn it! Yeah, eight's my lucky number.
0: Oh well, yeah, your lucky number.
1: I should have went with that.
0: Damn it. Anyway.
1: Missed opportunity.
0: How was your week, Max? As you take a sip of your Moscow Mule. Yeah, switching it up tonight. Yeah.
1: It's a snowy outside, so good time for a mule. My week was good. It was actually pretty good. Um, yeah, work was same old, and... Um, on some dates so that was fun Hey! No big, no big deal
0: Hey! No. And it wasn't any of you, the tens and tens of listeners. I told you at the end of last episode, slide into his DMs and I didn't hear about one DM situation Well, yeah They're coming. They're, they'll come around You know. You're gonna lose your chance You're <laughs> gonna lose your chance everyone Slide into the DMs They've got time <laughs> <laughs> So uh, so yeah, that was that
1: was pretty nice. Um, Yeah, man. Actually, have a a date tomorrow morning too.
0: Hey, brunch date. Brunch game. God, I
1: fucking love brunch. (laughs) God, I love brunch.
0: Brunch is fantastic. I look forward to ordering brunch while just waking up at like ten a.m. tomorrow because it's right. Mm -hmm. Right. It's gonna be a good day.
1: But. Oh, actually, speaking of which okay, so this is this was something I wanted to tell you about. What's up? So one of the dates I went on mm-hmm. actually found our podcast. Oh, no way, yes, okay. okay, so she so this 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 is the first this is the first time this is happening. Okay. Okay. Like, do you, like you see the face I have right now? I know. Like, can I you, see it. You're very. I don't know what to do with this. So we get we go out. Yeah. It's the first date. Yeah. And it's not even like ten minutes into the date. She brings it up. She's like, "So, I found your podcast."
0: <laughs> oh my God! Not even, like ten minutes.
1: I. Like oh. I I I about shit myself. I did not know <laughs> what to do with it. Fuck yeah. And 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 then <laughs> throughout the night came small revelations about how she not only found it and then eventually she revealed that she'd listened to it the first 5 minutes of an episode and I was like but that's you don't know us after five minutes. I know, minutes. but the, just the fact that someone I was sitting and having a drink with had already listened to it, like, you know, I'm used to knowing that our close friends and relatives and shit yeah. are listening to it, but
0: someone I'm trying to impress. Hey. <laughs> Okay. Welcome to fame, man. This is how it is. This is what <laughs> it is to God. be in the big I didn't ask part. for this. This is what it is to be famous up in these motherfucking <laughs> parts. All right? That's what it is. All right? Get used to it. So
1: it didn't stop there.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: She not only listened to it, she listened to it with her friend, her best friend, and that best friend's husband.
0: Okay.
1: While having dinner all together.
0: Oof. Oof. Ah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Wait. It
0: gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I hope she doesn't hear this.
1: Actually, the date went fairly well. Like, we had decent conversation. It was fun. Okay. It, we mostly just joked around and poked fun at each other all night, which she had clearly a lot of material to work with That's here. That's very true. So,
0: What's up, by the way, from, from Renee? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Just, I don't know how to react. All right, <laughs> keep going. So, she she
1: actually led with the part that I left out when she brought up I Listened to It, and that I've, or no, I've, I Found Your Podcast. And she followed that with do you know what bromancing the stone means? And I went, what? She goes, well, when I searched for your podcast title, I found it on urban dictionary. Oh yeah. That face is exactly the face that I had sitting on that bar stool, listening to this shit unfold in front of me while I'm also dealing with the first date jitters. Okay. Okay. She goes, Well, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it basically means like something gay. Ah. And I was like, Okay, I could I could see that. So for those of you wondering.
0: Oh yes. I did I was gonna look it up. I did (laughs) I'm glad you already did it.
1: Because for the rest of the night, it eventually came up a billion times throughout the date. And, you know, I I brought it up to poke some fun at it and stuff like that. I didn't make light of it and try to move on from it. And she kept bringing it up. Okay. So, for about three hours, I was the butt of this fucking joke. (laughs) 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 And, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm going to... I'm going to make light of this even better. I'm going to tell him on air, because neither of us knew about this, I'm sure. And uh, we're going to see how it goes. All right. And I left it at that. And I thought it was, you know, I was prepared. But then, this morning, I went and actually looked it up. And and for those of you wondering, okay, I just want to set the fucking record straight (coughs) right now. Because even if it was the ultimate perfect definition we would still keep this fucking title. Because it's awesome. Agreed. But, to set the record straight, it is the second most popular definition on Urban Dictionary. Which, if you're not the first in Urban Dictionary, you're not a definition. Agreed. The first one is actually when bros congregate to smoke weed. See? See? That.
0: So I think we chose well. I think that that is apropos of.
1: (laughs) I think we chose well. I think that's. We didn't even know what we were choosing and we chose well. We chose well. We chose well. I agree. So that's my little fun fact from the week. That was like a whole range of emotions that I just went
0: through and I thought you should know.
1: What's the second one? Oh, the second one? The the g- You
0: didn't actually say the Oh bad I didn't?
1: One. I didn't? No,
0: you just oh. said the good one about we Sorry, smoking. I got
1: excited. I was really, <laughs> I was super excited for the
0: <laughs> That's the whole reason we had the I'm sorry, story. I skipped away. And you turned it over.
1: I was so excited for like um. the double like oomph. To my oh, argument, man. like the, the fact that it not only wasn't the first definition, but the first definition was even better yeah, and more fitting. Like, yep. I was so excited about that that I forgot, so I'm sorry. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the second definition is an affection of two homosexuals touching each other's balls. Which I feel like there's better terms for that.
0: Yeah, I get it. I get it, cause like Stones. Yeah, bromancing. but it's not bromancing the yeah. Stones. You know,
1: it's not plural. I get it. Yeah, we're not bromancing Lance Armstrong.
0: Ha 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 Yeah, woo! Take that, you Texan motherfucker! <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, that's. I, I not see you more. haven't gotten me to laugh in my drink in a long time.
0: <laughs> I could. I couldn't. Uh, begin to imagine what could be wrong with listening to the podcast before a date with you. <laughs> well, now that this episode is coming out, like... <laughs> so, once again, let's, slide let's, in the DM. Let's put it this Only way. Only if you enjoy the podcast, though. Only if you enjoy the podcast. Alright? I mean... Great. If
1: you don't enjoy it and, and you think you can fix it... Yeah, go ahead don't and fuck Don't bother. Off. Yeah, it's just... No, no, no. No.
0: This is this is perfection. Yeah, You're listening... Perfect. <laughs> I can't even finish. Yeah, it. no, no. It's not No, no. We, we're on. <laughs> we're a not journey. famous. We're it's not perfect.
1: We're on a fucking journey here. Oh, okay. woo Okay. That's so. I thought that was. I thought that was pretty funny, right? That was, that's incredible. That was,
0: like that's. Le- and that's legitimately real. That's not. That's a not. Yeah. Story. Max is not a writer. Max is not someone <laughs> who would just like come up with a random ass <laughs> story just to put it on the podcast. No, that's hundred percent real. I, fucking. I mean, hell. I, I wish amazing. it wasn't kind of. But but I, well, obviously, but for
1: the sake of the podcast and how I was able to spin it, I'm I'm happy I, that it was real. But like, dear God, yeah, it was.
0: Yeah, I mean, like early. Like if we had like a year or two in, and like some right? better production value, maybe I'd be okay. And and but it's so early in the podcast life. To be
1: fair. I did mention to her and before the date that uh, that we had, po- that okay. you and I had been hanging out recording a podcast, but oh. I didn't. I didn't go further than that. Oh. So she knew there was a podcast, so she just had to search for it.
0: Yeah, that's. I'll do it. <laughs> but she
1: did a good job well, searching.
0: Your name is in the description of the podcast.
1: It is. Yes. Oh, okay.
0: Because I mentioned in the the description of the podcast, Best Bros, Renee Saunders, and Max Lyon. That's right, yeah. Like it's in the first fucking sentence. So it's not that hard to Google Max Lyon podcast and find the fucking shits right there. Well,
1: apparently she had time to find the Urban Dictionary definition of our damn (laughs) title.
0: Well. Well, I I'm wondering is after five minutes she assumed we were homosexual. So you know, there's that too. Well,
1: that joke came up more than once.
0: Yeah, that's all right. I'm comfortable with my sexuality. I and mean, friendship. I, exactly.
1: I am too. and So I just <laughs> I rolled with it. I was enjoying it. It was yeah, fun. It's funny. But you know.
0: I I yeah. After five minutes. Well. Yeah. Shout out, you listed. She's not. you never know and anyway anyway so that i uh, thought that
1: was a good you asked how my week was i figured i would tell you that important little tidbit and
0: my week was uneventful
1: yeah i was gonna say how
0: (laughs) it was uneventful uneventful uneventful
1: you don't even want to talk about uh, why you couldn't go into work
0: i mean i went to work and it happened at work, like right outside the front door. And, but, I, I slipped mean, on some ice, guys. I slipped on no, ice no, no, no. outside. Everyone
1: slips on ice. <laughs> what did you do while slipping and falling from the slip?
0: At, I was trying to step up onto a curb, and when my leg slipped out, I did a legit like Van Damme split <laughs> with my right leg on the curb and my left leg slowly I mean, up, that's, moving
1: away. You have my sympathies. Yeah, I look, like, I look very, like goddamn
0: Bloodsport. When he's in the fucking rope machine and they're pulling his legs apart tighter and tighter. And then he has to, like, learn to get back up. Like, that was me trying to get up from slipping on the ice. That
1: sounds horrible. And I'm so sorry you had to experience that. But it's also fucking funny as hell. Yeah, I ripped the fuck out
0: of my pants, too. (laughs) You ripped your pants? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (sighs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That
0: was my week okay anyway we re- hey buddy <laughs> we i watched, love you i love you we watched how to lose a guy in 10 days we did that did we the first we're talking about it in the podcast so far that was tonight <laughs> yeah that was, tonight. was the same night yeah same Jeez. night we literally just finished watching it mm. on hbo go thank you hbo sponsorship oh, so, so the first thing before we get into our first memories about it I mentioned that when you chose it that we would get into why you chose it. Isn't so, that
1: the first memories kind of thing? Oh, well, well sure, why I guess you chose for me, it out it of is. the list?
0: Like you could have chosen other movies off of the list, but you chose this. So, actually, yeah, that's a, that's a good segment we
1: should do every time. We... I was
0: planning on okay, it. I'm sorry. They're doing it now. All right. <laughs> sorry, I'm just... but thank you. I appreciate the compliment. You're welcome. Jesus, there it is.
1: <laughs> just looking for a little appreciation. <laughs> um. So yeah, why I chose it, I think, is the same as the first memory. Okay. Because the only I I don't think. Renee and I, I don't think either of us have seen this movie more than once. Maybe I've seen, yeah, twice. I've seen it once. Yeah. And even then, like, neither of us remembered it. So it was it was actually kind of fun to, to watch it for the first, I guess, second first time. Oh, that sounded... That sounded relationship uh, yeah, that
0: sounded like found religion-y. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: my, my, yeah, what do they call it? Second...
0: <laughs> Reawakening? No. Re- Rebirth? Rebirth? Is that yeah. what it is? I guess so.
1: Oof.
0: Anyway.
1: I don't remember. Anyway. Um, so anyway, so from that perspective, it was pretty fun. Uh, but then the reason I chose it was simply because the only really tiny snippet of a memory I even remotely have about this movie is watching it in, I guess, freshman year of high school yeah with my girlfriend at the time and my parents lived in a a a house a good-sized house i didn't want to say big house i couldn't think of anything to say a good-sized house with a with a basement that was like completely secluded yeah and it was finished so there was like carpet down there and a fireplace and a fucking tv And so my girlfriend and I went down there and watched it one night, and all I fucking remember is making out the whole time. I don't even remember the movie. (laughs) Like, that's why I just remember the movie title, and I remember the yellow dress, and that's it. That was literally the, like, scene attached (laughs) with my memories of just making out freshman year of high school.
0: So, once again, the DMs are open, ladies, (laughs) He would like to make out with this man. No, no, no. A movie, and, and it was it was freshman year of high school, DMs. so you know it
1: wasn't a good make out. It was like sloppy. Neither of you know what the fuck you're doing. Make out, <laughs> and, and you're trying to be all suave and romantic and shit, so you Stoked up the There's fire. Way. You're watching a rom com. Yeah. You got a carpeted basement all to yourself. Yeah. You're cozying up nice in the winter time you're in front of the
0: ball. Hairs are barely a couple years old. Yep. Yeah.
1: And you still don't know what the fuck you're doing. So, it took the whole movie to figure out how to make
0: out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was it. I, I was looking through the list last week when, we were, when I was on spot and trying to choose and that popped out because I was like, oh yeah, I have this weird little snippet of a memory <laughs> and I want to run with it and see what this movie's about. Since I don't remember anything else from the actual movie.
0: <laughs> well. So, so what about you? Me, it's much simpler. Um, I've seen the movie now twice, all the way through. Uh, I've seen the trailer commercial for the movie two, three hundred times. Really? When this movie came out, the first memory I had was constantly seeing the commercial on everything I watched. Really? I just remember this commercial. I will never ever get the memory of Kate Hudson singing You're So Vain the first time in Ben's apartment
1: like uh, with the way, that was like,
0: on a trailer the, like when she's laughing going happy they'd be Ben's partner like when yeah, she's yeah, like yeah. shuffling like shimmy yeah. with her sh- shoulders and saying like Ben's partner with a smile it was that little bit like they play the song in the background and then like they cut to that like little bit of the scene and of her just going be Ben's par- they'd be Ben's partner <laughs> and, like that and like and then also the other part was when he sees all the feminine products behind the door in the cabinet oh, and yeah, he's yeah. going, No, no, no <laughs> Like that those two little tiny bits are never ever leaving my fucking brain unless I come down with Alzheimer's. Oh, that so way. that's that's kinda cool
1: that we both have like really just weird shit potent yeah, but potent. tiny snippets potent of potables. memories from this movie. Potent
0: potables. 100%. Potent potables. You know what also has the same letter? It's just two words.
1: Podcast?
0: Tasty tidbits! Ah, okay. Let's go! Back to civilian! All right!
1: Tasty tidbits. All right, I finally did some research. Yeah! I mean, I always do research, but I finally did, like, research. research. You did a shit ton of research. I dug into this one. Yeah. Because I actually, at the time, and I wasn't finagling around with the sound. Yes! And it was beautiful.
0: Yes. Dude,
1: I even look at this shit. I even put a title and everything. It wow. says Tasty
0: Tidbits. It's like, it's bullet. It's literally printed on paper and bullet pointed. Yeah. And with a bold title up top. Yep. So, it, says, it even again, says
1: Podcast D- Romancing the Stone Tasty Tidbits. Once
0: again, DMs are open <laughs> for this fan over here.
1: For those of you who have uh, <laughs> severe perfectionism and OCD. <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> when you like to make bulleted lists, I'm your guy.
0: <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Tasty Tidbits. Tasty Tidbits. I guess I'm steering
1: I've finally accepted the title, by the way. I've, Thank I've you. steered into it.
0: Thank you. It's Tasty about time. Tidbits. You initially ran away from it and I now you've Stockholm syndrome into loving it. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh it's so true though yeah okay all right so let's start with a little bit of uh the trivia side okay thanks first of all wait no we didn't cover your your stats
0: the movie stats
1: oh shit yeah man (laughs) we're out of order
0: i apologize we are well out of order because we had to go into the definition of romancing the stone. I know. That's I'm sorry. It, I, okay. I threw it
1: off with such a nugget of information. It's that. okay.
0: It's totally fine. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is a 2003 romantic comedy as we've kind of got yes. over there. It was directed by Donald Petrie. Kind of an unknown. Donald uh, Petrie? Yeah. I don't know. I know of Petrie uh. Plaza in Atlanta. It's a cool <laughs> building. Petrie Dish. Is His great-grandfather is the one who created the dish. Wait. It was in the Petri dish. Really? Yeah.
1: I was thinking of it as like a tree that blooms tr- peaches. Like peach tree. That's how I was envisioning it being spelled.
0: No, it's P-E-T-R-I-E.
1: So it, it actually is the Petri dish.
0: I'm totally fucking with you. It's not the peach. Cookie. Damn you. But it is spelled that way. You know I love science. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Don't get me excited like that. Oh, man. This movie stars Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey. And it's based on a short cartoon book of the same name by Michelle Alexander and Jeannie Long.
1: Okay. So... Uh, Well, that just takes away one of my tidbits.
0: Yep, I knew it would. Is that why you paused? (laughs) Yeah. You looked at me? And then I looked you dead in the eyes as I took one of your tidbits and made it my own.
1: Yeah, well, I got a tidbit for your tidbit.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, So, gay Hudson, Matthew McConaughey, next in line on the starring sheet is Adam Goldberg. Okay. Who played the friend with the black hair. Uh, And then Michael Michelle and Shalom Harlow. Shalom Harlow uh, Which were the two females that Ben was going against for the account
1: Oh the What were they called? The twins? The sisters? The Judys
0: Because Judy's. they're both named Judy That's right Yep. Uh, and then The movie came out In the United States on February 7th Of 2003 So it was around Valentine's Day mm-hmm. When this came out Just like Hitch two years later So you Smart know. marketing Yeah so it's kinda so we're doing this near its 17th anniversary as a film. Oh, oh It's almost legal in Alabama. <laughs> Wait, I apologize. Wait. It already would have been legal in Alabama, especially yeah. if you're running for Senate oh snap yeah fuck that guy who ran a while ago and that was damn yeah, i don't know who it was Damn, we
1: just got real on this podcast yep. we Let just him got real i don't
0: know seventh episode's where it's at yeah. we're getting real yeah and february 7th like the fucking film was released on whoa Seventh, all around what? open your third eye shout out diesel marrow ah, ah, ah. <laughs> also this is the seventh episode I know.
1: Oh, is that what you just said?
0: that That's why I said 7, like February 7th. Oh. God damn, dog. All right, moving on. How long was this film, Max? Hmm.
1: Yeah, I was trying to figure that out while we were watching it. And, because it actually seemed pretty long. I think, maybe that's why we started making out in the first place, is it just started dragging on. I want to say, like... Okay, I'm thinking definitely over two hours. So it's
0: 124 minutes. Not quite. 116 minutes. Okay. So just under just two under hours. Just under two hours. Way too long. Yeah, it was pretty way long. Way too long. That is 20 minutes easy too long. Yeah, it was... Yeah. It was so, a bit long. Uh, and then uh, the movie had a budget... 50 million dollars in 2003 yeah, How much that's, did make?
1: That's, that's that's a good amount for a rom-com
0: I mean because it was filmed in like it had have been filmed in like oh two 2 probably summer of oh two. 2 yeah, yeah and then they just like flipped it and got it out so I mean 200250 mil in New York I mean it was in New York so that's about relative but Yeah. That used to be called a fucking, like, mid-budget film back in that time. Yeah. That's just nuts. I know. Anyway, how much did it make, Max? Um, 100 mil. 177.4 million dollars. Nice. Over three times the budget. Good for them. That is a fantastic success. That's
1: very good. Yeah.
0: Very popular film. So...
1: I guess that explains why they tried to move on and make fool's gold together.
0: <laughs> that's way, way down the line.
1: Notice I said tried to yes, make fool's gold Yes, that is together. way down the line. That's, Maybe that's one of those we shit on.
0: That's episode three or four hundred. <laughs> anyway.
1: I should probably stop drinking... Uh, Mules on the podcast. You can probably hear me chewing. Oh, yeah.
0: Ice. Like you're chewing, drinking, like it's going to be it, heard and it's, it's going to be heard louder. Right yeah.
1: Now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone.
0: <laughs> Love you. Anyway, tasty tidbits hit us. What? Oh, yeah.
1: So, tasty tidbits. So, um, let's start with something simple. Who was, who is Kate Hudson's mother? Goldie Han. That's baby. right, ma'am. So, I thought of, we could actually. Goldie Hawn was in a rom, several rom-coms that we could watch. But there was one with her and Chevy Chase that we could watch. I think it was like Foul Play or something like that. Yeah. So we could add that to the list, but lay, way, way, way down there.
0: Yeah. Like, Goldie Hawn movies, I mean, I would I'd want to do like, I feel like she was in the original Overboard and then we could do the remake of Overboard. Mm. Yeah. Anyway.
1: But, yeah. And then, who was originally the first actress who wanted to play the role of Andy? So, Kate Hudson's character.
0: Huh. Ah. At that time, who's popping? Uh, mm. I'm going to go with one of the friends. I'm going to go Jan- uh, No, Jennifer Anderson would have been too... Oh, I'm going to go Jennifer Anderson. No.
1: No, it's actually someone that is a lot... I, I think is a lot more popular now.
0: Hmm. Ugh, ugh. At
1: least maybe maybe she's just more popular to me from all the you know, the Marvel movies and stuff. But
0: Scarlett Johansson?
1: No. But you're in the right ballpark.
0: I can't think of anyone else.
1: Gwyneth Paltrow. What? Yeah.
0: Oh, I mean she was doing stupid rom coms at this time. So yeah, like view was from she? the top. Like she was in a view from the top, which is a movie that was has a book now written by Richard Iwaddy, who's a fantastic comedian in Britain. He wrote a book about that film, and then he's a famous comedian in Britain, so and it's solely about that film, but that's just his humor. So <laughs> it's actually I wanted huh. to read the book and watch the film now, but um, yeah, that's okay. Anyway, that I guess that makes sense, but fuck, I mean, especially right? with Shakespeare and Love, which is another film we, we probably do at some point. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: So, next was this is an obvious trivia question kind of thing, but obviously the magazine that uh, Andy works for is based off of an actual magazine.
0: What?
1: No way! <laughs> Question is which magazine?
0: Cosmopolitan, of course. The,
1: actually the uh, all the office scenes Mm -hmm. for all the all of her offices and everything, yeah, were actually filmed in the Condé Nast building. Okay, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Con, Condé Nast, yeah, I think yeah, Condé Nast building in New York City.
0: It's Mister Condé Nast if you're nasty. (laughs) I fucked it up. I'm sorry, guys. Jesus. It didn't quite work.
1: It's actually the headquarters for GQ, Vogue, Allure, and uh, Glamour in real life. Okay. So, not cosmopolitan, but pretty much everything else. There you go. And lastly, for the uh, trivia side of things, how much is the age gap between Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson?
0: Well, let's see, King Hudson made Almost Famous in 2000, and she was, like, 19 or 20, so that put her at about 23 or 24 in this film. Matthew McConaughey is, like, in his early 50s or late 40s at this point, so I'm gonna say there's a difference of about 13 years.
1: You're actually closer with your your year difference than you are with Matthew McConaughey's age. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey was 33. Okay. At the time.
0: So that'd be 10 years?
1: And Kate Hudson was 23. Yeah. So you got her age smacked up. Yep, yup. So there was a 10-year age difference. Uh Wow. All right, let's get into the fun facts.
0: Okay. Fun facts up in these tasty tidbits. Don't you come around without two of the same letter on these two words or else you'd be kicked out. What are you saying right now? Like, because fun facts, tasty tidbits, they're the same oh,
1: oh, okay. Okay, so... Okay.
0: <laughs> Let me have this.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Can I offer you a drink? Oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> as as repayment. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned it was based off a book. Mm-hmm. With Michelle Alexander and Jeannie Long. Well,
0: a short cartoon, but yeah. It
1: was also a book.
0: I don't know. Did they make a book off a short cartoon? Like, from what it said, as far as what it was based on, it said short... Based on the short cartoon.
1: Oh, I read that it was based on a book. Like, everything I saw was a book. What? Maybe
0: it was a cartoon and a book. Maybe they call it a book because it was, like, a short book, book.
1: The book was apparently called How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, the Universal Don't... The Universal Don't of Dating... By Michelle Alexander and Jeanne Long.
0: Okay, maybe there's there's like a cartoon book. Maybe. Yeah. That's weird. They make cartoon books, dude. Yeah, but for relationship advice. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they'll make anything for relationship advice. How many fucking relationship advice self help books do you think are out there?
1: You remember chicken noodle for the or chicken Noob. chicken noodle chicken, chicken noodles soup, for, soup the
0: soul? for the soul? Oh my god, I had one. I had one of them and i fucking that say I like my little freshman year heart was like oh my god i'll find love like that i'll find love like that with my crush in high school now then you will nah nah <laughs> nah son nah which so. is why we still watch rom gums. yep and that's why we watch rom-coms because it works out and, and it works out there
1: <laughs> oh, God! I forgot about those books. They were so fucking popular. yes, God,
0: but what about this cartoon book?
1: oh, so um so this book obviously was written by Michelle and Jeannie. Mm-hmm. Andy's friends are named Michelle and Jeannie in the movie. yeah, they're named after the authors of the book I have, obviously yeah. You know, I never met a genie. Like an actual genie. Like someone named Genie.
0: Well, because we didn't grow up in the fucking 50s and 60s with Eisenhower giving us, you know, money. (laughs) That's pretty true. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know what I just said there. Oh, actually,
1: no, I take that back. I have met a genie. Genie Gang. She's the... You don't know who I'm talking about. Nope. She's a... Really famous female architect, and yeah, no one's going to know that but me, never mind. She built a lot of stuff in Chicago, that's why I know that.
0: DMs are open. <laughs> Jesus. Next tidbit.
1: Next tidbit. Uh, so, you know all the jewels and the diamonds and shit yeah. that were in the movie, especially in the, like, the climactic scene? Yeah an estimated $14 million worth of jewels were lent to the movie.
0: Those are all fucking real. They My were all God. fucking
1: real. $14.2
0: million. That's, yeah. I, yeah, because, like, fucking, I saw those, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, if you actually threw that party as an advertising firm, your budget for the fucking party would be in the double-digit millions. Cause like each of those pieces, like at that time, like you then return them and get your like DuPont, most right. of your deposits back. But you're investing initially, like five hundred thousand on that piece, five hundred thousand on that piece, hundred thousand on that piece, hundred and twenty five thousand yeah. on that. piece. like, and you're having like and you're having all the women in the fucking party frost themselves, quote unquote. Yep. Just like that is so much fucking money to put on a party for in like to impress a client. To possibly or a prospective client, and then you have to give the big pitch, right? Right, and this, fun in the stupid, sickening thing is, those parties are happening at that price, not only there, but like here in oh, Chicago, yeah, and yeah in they're still happening. Like, all that money is being spent on fucking parties, and yet we're here working jobs that don't even approach like 0.1 <laughs> percent of that, Mm-hmm. absolutely. So yeah, the politics haven't stopped on this one. So anyway, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the um, so that's just so. think of it—that's like a fifth of no, that's more, more than, than a, fifth a fifth of the budget of the budget of the, budget film. Of the film.
0: Yeah, it's like a quarter of fucking the, hell. I I will say the diamonds did pop on screen. you could yeah. tell. You could tell they were real shit. And they so were costume jewelry.
1: That scene with her yellow dress and the big necklace yeah. and the big diamond. Yeah, she wears a Harry Winston diamond valued at $5.28 million.
0: Jesus Christ. The
1: shit on her neck on yeah. one human being. Yeah. She was wearing around her neck $5.28 million. Yeah. Around her neck.
0: I mean, hey, but it was the climactic scene where they break up. You have to have $5.28 million of your budget in the film on her neck. It was that scene.
1: It was a pair of five-carat radiant-cut yellow diamond stud earrings as well that added to the price.
0: Okay, I saw those, too. She didn't take those off. She only gave the necklace back. She didn't give the fucking earrings back, so she only gave, like, $4 million back to them. She's got $1.28. No, no, no,
1: no. That wasn't included in the price.
0: Not included in the price.
1: The stud earrings added on an extra $125,000 $125, each.
0: So she took like a fucking she quarter stole, of a mil. Yeah. She stole a quarter of a
1: mill. She stole a quarter this, of a mill. She just yeah. walked out with a... She pulled the ultimate Oceans 1. Yes. <laughs> she, yes. She... Fuck this Oceans 11. I don't need 10 other people.
0: <laughs> Do this shit myself. It's Oceans 2 because she needed Ben to Oh, she did. The it's diversion. the distraction.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Man. You're right. Like, we were actually watching that much money just... Hang around something. it's just yep. mind blowing anyway you're right the politics of it are ridiculous but you know, yep. we'll get there so I think last episode or the episode before we started talking about Katherine Heigl in rom-coms
0: <clears throat> I think we mentioned it
1: I think when we, yeah when we were making the list so she actually makes an appearance in this movie
0: She's on one of the magazine covers. She's on I one of the magazine that. covers. I thought I saw her. I thought I saw yeah. her. She's on one of the magazine Good covers. Good fucking eye. Yeah.
1: In the very beginning sequence, yeah. when they're showing all those magazine covers all throughout the credits, the credits yep. she is Boom. on She is on the yellow magazine that says, Swimsuit Solutions and Sizzling Summer Sex. Which is actually a lot of S's.
0: Yeah. Swim That's suit, what Cosmo scissors, does.
1: Sizzling Summer Sex. It's all S's. S's. S- I'm a snake.
0: Oh, I'm goodness. a snake. Oh goodness. <laughs> Continue.
1: Um, let's see. Uh, two more. The movie was the 10-year acting reunion of Adam Goldberg and Matthew McConaughey. Days and Confused. Exactly. Yeah. 1993. <laughs> Days and Confused. <laughs> And lastly, Kate Hudson was quite the improviser during the entire process. There
0: were some bits that I thought were, like, legit improv. Like, the, you could tell there was some, like, freedom within, like, some of the bits. And it was, like, this movie is not of the quality to allow these actors to have little improvs. Right? It, like, this is not, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway.
1: So one scene in particular, it was... You remember the poker game where they had, like, yes. the guy's night and she's going yeah. crazy? Yeah. Do you know this already? No. Do you know what I'm... Looking <coughs> I know the
0: scene you mentioning, though. So, what? I know the scene you're oh, okay. mentioning, though.
1: So, you know where she's c- carrying the veggies and she throws them in the air? Yeah. That's completely improv.
0: That's good. Nobody,
1: like that. kn- nobody in the scene knew she was doing that except the director. <laughs> so, That's like, awesome. all of their reactions, completely genuine. Because, like, the
0: fucking veggies
1: went everywhere. And they're like,
0: oh my god, like... <laughs> that makes sense it wasn't that was a good reaction shot too i was like wow they reacted kind of well to that right that's why oh, also that's fucking good
1: speaking of reactions and her improv yeah the scene where she presents Matthew mcconaughey's character with the dog yeah at work yeah and then she starts smothering him with kisses mm-hmm. completely improvised
0: That makes sense. So
1: his reaction where he's like pulling back and freaking out, completely genuine. Yeah. Because he had no fucking idea that was going to happen. It was not in the script. So he was caught way off guard, which is fantastic.
0: That's cool. So that's it. Tasty tidbits. Huzzah! Way to go, yo. What's next? So before we get into reviewing the movie, we're going to have a very tiny, quick musical break. Good. And we're back. Thank you very much for dealing with that musical break while we, you know, hung out and listened to a song. You went to the restroom. I had some water.
1: That was a really quick water and restroom break.
0: Yeah, we all did that in eight seconds. Mm -hmm. Yep, 100%. So, Max, since you chose the movie, it'll be your choice on whether you want to... Go first or second, in just giving your overall thoughts and reviews of the movie.
1: Um, I'm gonna go second. I'm gonna let you run point on this one. want okay. I want to hear your your critique of it. And gotcha. Then...
0: So, how to lose a guy in ten days is kind of a very stereotypical <clears throat> rom com. When people, when you ask people like to list rom coms, what are the first, like anyone our age. One of the first ten rom-coms that will be mentioned by a majority of the public will be this movie. Really? I think so. This is... Okay, well, I'm glad like I chose it then. The marketing... <laughs> the marketing... I'm telling you, I saw that commercial so much. So fucking much. And I saw that poster and that DVD like cover so much. And there's so many girls that over the last like decade or so who's... Like film collection I've seen and DVD cases on bookshelves and everything else that had this damn movie in the fucking collection. So many people have seen this movie. Hmm. And this is and it's the and so like it just it is everything you would think of when it comes to rom coms, both good and bad. Hmm. And I feel like it kinda it fits that whole percentage idea, you know, that we always talk about where there's a lot of it that I th- that I like and that I think <laughs> is good and then there's still and there's bits that it's just like, what the hell is this? Little yeah. things that could easily be solved and they just, and they don't do it. So she doesn't eat meat like on the second day, but she was eating crab with him initially. Right. They mentioned that one. And what did you say? And I was like, she might be pescatarian. <laughs> 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 um, I had a very big issue with the goddamn Venetian blinds in Ben's apartment. <laughs> why is that there? There's no reason for those Venetian blinds to be covering to block the fucking kitchen from the dining room. I will say room.
1: they are not Venetian blinds technically. That's that's why What I, are they? I, I think they're just they're just regular
0: blinds. they call called Venetian blinds. I thought.
1: No, Venetian blinds are wider and they're usually made of like flat um, uh, slats of wood.
0: Okay, I, just blinds and I don't know whatever yeah, whatever like, you put on a fucking window. That's what's yeah. on this got but on this island, this kitchen island it doesn't make any sense. There's a a big one that I'm art have already forgotten that I.
1: Oh, it was but, wasn't it something I want to say? It was something about the traffic or a cab or the was it the bridge
0: scene? No, no. Yeah, Damn it. this I is lost good it. podcasting. I lost it too. Anyway, <laughs> it obviously didn't needed to be talked about if I had already forgotten about it.
1: Um, so you thought it was a good middle-of-the-road movie?
0: I mean, the overall... For, like, yeah, like, for better
1: or worse, it had every making of a rom-com.
0: The very beginning part where they first meet and they're saying one word to each other. And it's like, you can only get away with this if... The two leads are attractive and have chemistry together and that was definitely the case here yep <laughs> and like both of them are very attractive people who are also at, like the chemistry is very good that first date the smolder between those two like the crab eating the you know the bedroom scene where they tell mm. each other to sit wherever yeah to take it slow Like, that whole, like, first day was a damn explosion of chemistry.
1: Well, yeah, because it was like they were both playing the power trip. Yes. They were both trying to take control of the situation.
0: But they are also both trying to put their best foot forward because if you're going to invest time into someone, you have to see a return on that investment. So you have to put your best foot forward.
1: And I would also argue that it, it was... Also, when they both first, maybe not consciously realize, but definitely subconsciously realized that they were obviously attracted to each other, like, okay, this is, like, I'm doing this as, like, almost a contest, like a yes. challenge to see if I can get this done. Yes,
0: but at the same time. But at the same time, same time,
1: there's something, some little thing inside of me that is, like, actually kind of attracted to yeah, this person. Like,
0: pleasing to the eyes, but there's also something else right. that's intrinsic that I can't described yet.
1: And I do think they did a decent job of of showing that little like spark progress throughout the movie and turning into sparky Fuck.
0: That's such a stupid fucking nickname.
1: (laughs) Awful nickname, but now that you made that analogy, it's like, oh that's actually that's I'm sure it wasn't intentional, but that's kind of a cool kind
0: of fits. It kind of works. Damn. Yeah. And then and then also, his whole family, they have, like, Texas accents, but yet they're from Staten Island. Oh, that yeah. That was me. That was something that, that bothered me. me. Yeah. That was just like, what New York family is this? That they have Texas fucking accents on Staten Island. There's no fucking way. And then, oh, the fucking driving on the boardwalk. That's, that's what it was. I knew it was, was driving. The gu- which was another scene that was in the commercial too, when she's driving without him and he's chasing her. Like, who's driving on a fucking boardwalk
1: with pedestrians?
0: With pedestrians. Nothing but. It's foot not traffic. a scooter. It's a goddamn motorcycle. Yeah. He takes on the street and he's driving on a pedestrian boardwalk. And then he hands How? it over to someone who's inexperienced, Who who's gonna it, murder and then also, people with it. The fucking. No one's on the boardwalk somehow though. No one is on the boardwalk so she can fucking test drive in the middle of, the fu- of a fucking beautiful day. It has to be a weekend day. There's no way that they're just taking off a random fucking Wednesday. Like, this is obviously like a Saturday or Sunday type fucking thing. <laughs> and they're on a fucking boardwalk with no one else riding a motorcycle with someone who doesn't know. And then she drives them home. Like, how fucking close... Do you live to this goddamn boardwalk that you can have an unlicensed driver drive your fucking motorcycle (laughs) back home? Like, what the fuck is that? Like you're gonna take (laughs) I guess your fucking brother happens to be a goddamn police officer too, you think you're above the law on Staten Island, where you're supposedly (laughs) from with your Texas accent? The fuck is that? It's
1: Staten Island, they're white, it's fine. Let's be honest.
0: Honestly, my hands are up. You are correct. How did I ever... (laughs) Like, come on. You're completely 100% correct. They could be selling coke in the street and they'd probably be okay. That is the Trump card. Yep. So, yeah. Jesus. Fuck. All right. So, anyway. (laughs) It was little things like that. Well, we lost half of New York City's
1: listeners. (laughs) I
0: know. But at the same time, that whole scene leads to them getting like water splashed on them, which then leads to the shower scene. Which, once again, goes back to the smoldering between... It's Which, I'm sorry,
1: I'm sorry. But I have to intervene and say that Shower Sex is gloriously out, like... Overrated? Yeah, no, no, no. Well, yeah, overrated, but also outdone, or overdone. Okay. Like, in movies. Yeah. It doesn't work. <laughs> 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 I mean, it works, yeah. but it's like... It's never glorious. It's always like struggling for your life. It's like a fucking battle in there.
0: <laughs>
1: well, I feel like it's like waterboarding meets pleasure. It's really weird.
0: A couple thoughts on that scene. One, how many times had he had a first sexual encounter with a girl in that house? That was my thought. That is a good Cause thought. Because, like, in high school, if he was betting any girls, like, also, like, he may have never brought girls home, quote unquote. As like girlfriends, and she was the first one, but that doesn't mean like back in high school he wasn't like getting girls.
1: Well, his guy friends at the office remember they said something at the very beginning like, "This is the first girl that has lasted more than a night or something." That, like yeah, that. exactly. So,
0: so, yeah, that was my first initial thought. My second thought was, since so it's, it's his like parents, like shower, your light. and like house. I think they probably have like one of those like rubber mats down on like the bathtub to like help from and avoid from slipping. <laughs>
1: well, it could they could even, even
0: possibly have a handrail.
1: Could be the guest bathroom.
0: It could be there could be a handrail too. Like who knows? Could, to avoid them from slipping and breaking a hip because they're older. So you have all that extra traction and tools for the shower sex that's being implied. That's all I'm saying. It this, helps. This is coming, but from, it doesn't make it that much better. This is coming from someone woefully inexperienced with females <laughs> and sex, so take this with a whole shaker of salt. <laughs> a whole <laughs> shaker. <laughs> but dude, did you know Morton Salt is from Chicago? <coughs> I did not. Yeah. That's
1: like, terrible. if you ever run, if you ever drive uh, like along, uh, not the Dan Ryan. What is that? The Kennedy. Yeah. Like, right as you're starting to leave the loop yeah. and go north. Long to kennedy there's like a huge morton salts like barn shaped building huh and even on the side of it, like the whole roof of it is painted blue and it has like the morton salt girl with the umbrella painted on there and it says actually i don't even know if it says anything but it says morton i think it says morton salt or morton or something yeah that's dope yeah
0: random little tidbit yeah
1: Completely pointless and random tangent, but let's continue.
0: Yeah, I 100 <laughs> percent agree. So um, that may get edited. I don't know. I That's, may edit yeah, you. Please <laughs> do. No. <clears> throat> no, throat> um, <laughs> please do. Like. Um, but yeah, uh, but we'll talk about that scene a little bit more. What were your thoughts and reviews of this movie?
1: I would definitely agree with the the. Uh, I had the similar thought about the the even keel kind of rom com. It had like everything it needed to be a rom com. To me, to me, it actually like I was surprised how little I actually remembered of this movie. Yeah. So it was like re it was like, like watching it for the first time.
0: I watched it like on a fucking cable channel. And yeah. I went and I sat through commercials. So like well, you probably I, saw more
1: of it than I did.
0: I think I was hungover. <laughs> so, they, which is why i sat through it for two hours it was like two two and a half hours with commercials which probably edited it like to hell too yeah so lord Lord, like yeah lord knows what i remembered from that one time which was probably over anyway
1: but anyway i i, I liked it i think i think for me the sweet spot for rom-coms just for me personally is like early 2000s i think that's just like a weird nostalgic thing that like yeah you know it, it brings me back and it's I don't know. It's like the uh, the sweet spot of of innocent rom coms for me, and I I think it reminds me of like that. Um, what's the term like? Uh, when you have like a oh coming of age. Uh, That's what yeah. I think it is. Yeah. I think that period is like the ultimate coming of age period for my youth, and I think you know rom coms in that era are just like naturally associated with that, where it's like, that's when you first start kind of even remotely understanding relationships, or what these emotions are, you know, all the girls that you grew up thinking had cooties, and were evil, and you know, something like that. the other gender is different, and they're yeah they're gross, and you, you know, whatever.
0: But then you realize they're different.
1: Exactly, it's like the first time you realize, oh, like, I actually mm-hmm. like some of them, and um, and I actually wanna be with this one or this one. And like that's yeah, that whole coming of age period is like so I think that's why it, this one kind of it worked. I liked it for that reason, the personal reason. Yeah. I don't have the uh the ultimate critique, the movie critique version, but um <laughs> I think for me, yeah, it was like it was everything I wanted from a rom con. Yeah it had like the the nice build up, the whole like first two thirds. Yeah. And then it had the climax. Yeah. And then it had the fallout. Yeah. And then it had the resolution. uh, Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. Just like uh, what was it, Hitch? And um, we watched another one like that. Oh, just Friends. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which is the typical rom-com formula. Yeah.
1: And I think for me, that's that just that rings true. I love. And appreciate movies like When Harry Met Sally mm-hmm. and I I know I hate it on Notting Hill, but I respect the like actual storyline, the mm-hmm. flow and the the form I guess formula for lack of a better term.
0: Well yeah, exactly. I like rom-coms, I respect those older rom coms. Like, I when get critics, it. Critics when critics review rom coms, they usually use the word formulaic. Yeah. And they use it as a derogatory term. I look at it when it comes to rom coms. As good, I look at it as as a good thing. I would agree, uh, and, yeah. And I look, and the reason I say that is because it goes back to my fried chicken analogy I made like in the very first second episode, where you know it's chicken, it's gonna be fried, it's gonna be pretty good regardless. <laughs> yeah. that's the formula. You put chicken, you fry it, it's gonna be all right. I
1: think that was actually the first episode.
0: Yeah. I was like, but it depends on what kind of seasonings. Are you going to make it mild or spicy? Like what, what kind of texture is the skin going to have? Are it, you know, original recipe like and you know, or extra crispy, like what's, what's going on? There's a lot of things you can do with the chicken to turn it into something else. Right. And when you turn it into something else, then you go, you take that formula and you turn it into something even greater. And I think that's what rom-coms try to do. You take a formula, everyone knows, and you put your own spices on it. It's not much. But it can make all the difference in the world. Yeah. And this one, I feel like this was just, this was, this was goddamn shake and bake. Like this was, this was just, you know what it is? Easy bake oven. It's barely, it's barely fried. It's more baked than fried. (laughs) And even then, it's like, this is tasty. I'm enjoying it, but. This is. It's nothing I, new. It's nothing not, different. It's not, I did not go to Popeyes and get right. an eight piece. I didn't go to KFC <laughs> and get an eight piece. This isn't even fucking from the store eight piece. This is goddamn Shake and Bake. You know, <laughs> I know what Shake and Bake is.
1: And I think that's that's why that's actually part of the nostalgia for me. Is I like I like it just simple and and what I'm used to. I think um, you know if we were sitting here reviewing. I don't know, a much more intellectual level of movies.
0: Then like, you know, then
1: it, I'd be so far fucking out of my league. Yeah, if there's
0: a movie that we had watched over and over and over again, there might be more to say. But, yeah, but like, these are, you know, these are
1: rom-coms and like, yeah,
0: you know, and when, when sometimes this the simple the pleasure is the with, best pleasure. So I mean, this is, you know, the tens and tens of <laughs> listeners are going to get a different vibe off of this one because it's we haven't seen it a bunch, so we don't have as much to say. So there's going to yeah. be a little bit of a, a shorter podcast, and I'm sure you guys are probably not that mad at that since we've been approaching <laughs> two fucking hours on every episode. Basically, the length of the we movie. We finally got watching. under an hour and a half with our last episode. Like, Actually, yeah,
1: don't promise that we're going to be shorter. I don't know how long we've been talking. So
0: I mean, we did. Uh, there was a, that date took up a lot of time in the beginning. Yeah, my bad. It's okay. I thought it was worth knowing. It was. It, I'm not saying it was a bad okay. thing. I'm just saying it took up a lot of time. That's all. It was all well spent. Was, uh, okay. I was going to say, it was, was, well, say, spent I it was time, well spent time. it was time. Anyway. So, I mean, we're not going to go too, too deep into it. But one thing we are going to go a little deeper on is the kiss of the movie. Yeah, so now, what, what kiss are we doing? That's here? exactly what I was about to ask you. There were multiple kisses in this film. Multiple, uh, like yeah, tons. So I feel like we should do with like forgetting Sarah Marshall, where you kind of choose the one you want to go with, and okay. and then you know review it, grade it. Like All we right.
1: do. Well, here's where I'm gonna go first, I think. All right. So for me, like yeah, there were a bunch of kisses. I could easily go with the very first kiss. Yeah. But if I'm going with the theme of Nostalgic rom-coms and Mm -hmm. the formula. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how many times you kiss throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. There's always one kiss that is like the emotional important one. And for me, that was the final one. The one that ended the movie. Okay. When they finally kiss because they actually care about each other. And they're finally admitting that. And it's the final... It's like the... It's finally a real kiss between the both of them. It's a shared moment. It's not just simply blocking lips for the sake of whatever their motive was in the moment. That kiss was the first one between them that was a real, genuine, passionate kiss. And do you want me to give the grade? Yeah. It's uh, I, I I liked it. I didn't think anything was that wrong with it necessarily. I couldn't pinpoint anything specific, but I would give it a, um, I would give it a B minus. All right. It was it was nice. It was passionate. It did what it needed to do. It conveyed okay. what it needed to convey. But it wasn't, you know. Something that I would take away and remember. Yeah, it was just kind of like okay. It met the it met the mark.
0: Bullshit. <laughs> that's my response to that. God, I miss the game of bullshit. Dog, I like, really. Do. We wanted to play bullshit so bad, listeners. Like that's what I'm saying. When we take a deck. <laughs> To St. Paddy's yes. Day We gotta get two other people Ooh, in there You left that bullshit. out of your
1: You left that out of your weekly oh, synopsis That was the
0: highlight the today highlight. I bought my ticket to that You can't drink all day unless you start in the morning St. Paddy's at George Street Pub If there's any listeners in Chicago who want to join That's where we'll be from 10 to 2 they They're gonna, It's all you can drink Bloodies, all you can drink Screwdrivers, and all you can drink beer uh, As far as Miller Light For four for hours Lite. For, for four 25 hours, bucks for twenty five bucks plus like tax, so it was twenty eight and change.
1: This goes. This tradition goes back to when I think we've mentioned it before. On the yeah, we've mentioned
0: it. Like we, that was the first time I visited Chicago. Your it was on a first visit to Chicago was yeah, on. We, St. We, St. And we went we to did. George Street Pub. I, we bought. We didn't go to George Street. We went to Lottie's. Oh, we did. You're yeah. right. We went to but Lotties. we did this deal because it was all over the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then... It was fantastic. It was fantastic. 100%. And, and then my other and good friend also, flew breakfast. in
1: later that day and we had to go pick him up.
0: Yeah. I don't know how we <laughs> got there, but we got there. We got there. Uh, oh, my God. But, yes, this is a yearly tradition. Oh, It's that a was, yearly that tradition. really fun.
1: Anyway... And oh. we always we always say like, hey, we're another year older. We're tired of being hungover. We're tired of drinking that much. And then, we don't really have that much fun anymore. Yeah. And, and then, then after we after the we New cave Year, every New Year after
0: the New Year, we like by the second week of January, <sighs> it's like you get that itch because you,
1: just... you go and even even on the shittiest years, we've had a fucking blast.
0: I agree. The like, few hours we last, and then we go home and it's pass so, out. I don't. It, it's just it's... Cause we don't even go out that night. We don't do no. like crazy shit. We you just go to that like one thing and then, nine then we drink in the morning too much and and yeah. And then we usually bounce out like at one forty to two o'clock and like and then it's like oh we could go to another bar that's way too crowded, which we've done one year. Yep. That was fine. Whatever. It wasn't my cup of tea, but it it's something. Yeah, it was way or too. Or we could just go to our respective places and pass out, which we've done, or go to the same place and play Nintendo sixty four, which we've done. Like, there's a lot Damn of options. Right. So, yes. Anyway, if you're in Chicago, want to drink from 10 to 2, we'll be at George Street Pub. You can hang out with us. Play bullshit with us. Because that's... We, we definitely want to play great. some
1: bullshit. Let's yes. play some bullshit.
0: Yes. Anyway. But I say bullshit to, your, okay. <laughs> to you. Okay. <laughs> because... Uh, it's like, my own personal
1: opinion, bitch. You can't say bullshit.
0: No, I say it, I say it mostly as a joke because that's what he says to her I know. as he approaches her. Bullshit. It's like, come on. Like, that's a unique line to the movie, but at the same time, like, eh. Uh, it's uh, not that good. Like, it's like all that,
1: the unique lines you could have had. It's
0: like that Twitter meme where, like, that girl is looking and she, like, immediately, she has a disgusted face. Yep. But then yep. she does that. But, you know, yeah, like, yep. that face. Like, that was my reaction to the line. Like, what? well you know it's, 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 it's like so um, but uh was, you know oh but my favorite kiss was actually another one i thought was real um and it played to the strengths of these two which was them just being really damn attractive and mm-hmm. just kind of being like my my heavens like oh wow <laughs> You know, just fanning myself (laughs) off. And that was the kiss in the bathroom. Kiss in the bathroom. Like that whole scene in the bathroom where he like she's like so happy to be in the at the family home and like and it's after they come back and then he takes her shirt off and she takes his shirt and slowly addresses. Like that kiss, that whole lead up into the shower was Well, fucking done as far as like just showing the connection between the two. But once again, it's formulaic. You know, it's coming. Right. You know, this has to be done because they've spent so many days doing the worst shit to each other. Like her doing horrible shit to him and then him taking it because he wants us to count. And so, you know, like you have to build something in by like day seven or eight in order for this to like make sense as a couple at the end when you have them get together. So,
1: no, I said it's a good point. That, that that brings up something I thought about during that whole scene.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you, I hate to reference another movie that we haven't even done yet, but yeah. do you remember the scene from, uh, how, well, shit, I can't even remember the title now. Deborah Messing, we've talked
0: about it the wedding date the wedding date i want that movie suit that's one of my favorite rom-coms Dude, to, throw know. that up on the list yeah i'm love i down okay I,
1: I i i remember loving that movie but like for all of the like simplest reasons yes and i haven't seen it in Dog. a long time
0: oh man that might have, we might have to call it on we'll do that next Okay, okay. All right. That's. Fine. I mean, it, it is. All right. Your, it that's is, a sneak peek. It is of your the next, next week's so. episode. That is a sneak peek of next week's episode. So yeah, the wedding day. Anyway. Anyway, but like the the scene of the boat. The scene of the boat. Yep. Yes. With yep, Maroon yep, yep, yep. Five. We won't talk too much more. We'll save it. But you yeah, know the scene exactly the what that scene, scene, of the yep. the scene yep. in the boat. Yeah. The scene in the boat is like. Yep.
1: Hundred percent. Thank you. It 100%. is like quintessential rom com like yeah. that's the most steamy get. as
0: fuck, and you're yep. just like yeah, just like fanning stuff off like my heavens. Yes.
1: Like, oh my yes. <laughs> yeah. And I I thought exactly <clears throat> that during that scene. I'm like, this is just like the boat.
0: Yeah. With the yeah, with the just...
1: with the Maroon Five plan and like the, the steamy passion going
0: on. Mm. Like yep. And when you when you're spending this much time with this movie, by the time that happens, you're invested enough to where that like means something. Exactly,
1: <laughs> that's so, a good point. Yeah. yeah,
0: where you're just like, oh, <laughs> finally. <laughs> just, I know no, they had a God little. They time. had a little bit in the first day, but like it's been a whole week since like this. Like you know, <laughs> so. Oh, anyway. that's so true. Yeah.
1: So. So what would you give that kiss then? Ah, uh,
0: that. I mean, the only thing that holds it back is just. I laughed at the line where she was just like, your mom hugged me after we played bullshit. The, the lines in this movie were so weird. It's like Hitch, where it's just like overwrought. Yeah. Like, what are you do- yeah, what are we exactly. doing with this dialogue? What are we doing with this dialogue, everyone? Yeah,
1: exactly. The dialogue is weird, and yet I still walk away like having a weird, nostalgic love for the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like but, Hitch, for example. So like I did the same thing.
0: Because of the dialogue... Um, You know, I would give it a B plus. Still real good. I mean, it's just real good. Oh, yeah. We'll go B plus. The only thing is, like the the kissing is the kissing is good. I mean, B plus. We'll stick with B plus. Yeah, it's between B and B plus, but we'll go B plus on that. Okay. So, overall verdict though, as far as did you want to do your uh, happily ever after? I do do that before the verdict, don't I? Do you have one? I do.
1: Let's hear it. Day
0: 13. What oh, was yeah, we never got there. What was supposed to happen on day 13?
1: They were supposed to go to the Knicks game, game
0: seven. She's watching it with Katherine Hahn when Mike comes back for Katherine Hahn. So that day passes.
1: Okay. Oh, that's true.
0: I we don't know that. how the game ended. We don't. First off, somehow within thirteen days they've played seven games <laughs> for an NBA finals, and somehow four of them. There's a lot of days off. Yeah, granted, four. A of lot them, of travel days. Four of them were in New York. That's that makes sense, but based on the scheduling of the days, somehow the first three were in New York. Were they? Yeah, if we go by like day by day by day, when Game Three's happening, that's like the fourth or fifth day of their relationship. That's when she brings like the stuffed animals and like and like comes on un, comes unannounced after he walked the dog and and gives and uh, when he's supposed to and she they go to the Celine Dion show.
1: But they were, oh, you're right. I was gonna say they that were... was
0: Game Three when they go to the Celine Dion show. So right. somehow Game 3 was also in New York.
1: Maybe that was the year they were experimenting with 3-3-1. Three, three,
0: <laughs> sports joke, for that ass! Yeah. Did you ever forget that we also like sports up on this podcast? Goddamn right! Anyway. You're still a manly side to us. <laughs> so, sports! Sports! We like sports and we don't care who knows. God, I miss trivia. <laughs> yeah. It just made me think of Racing Plumbing's trivia. <laughs> sports! Sports! Uh... Anyway, so <laughs> anyway. my after ever my acting <laughs> is what happened in Game 7? Who won? The Kings or the Knicks? I mean, we could go back to 2003 and realize so, that neither well, of them let's were go in the playoffs. So we got Allen Houston, Larry Johnson on the New York Knicks. So they're kind of led by that. And then we also got, like, we got Bobby Jackson. We got... Vladimir Divac, who's on his last last legs. like He was already on his last legs starting in Sacramento, but he's still kind of contributing. Now he's on his last last legs in 2003. This is so- shortly after they had their like tough series with like the Lakers and the previous series with the Lakers, but the Lakers now don't have Kobe and Shaq. So now they have a chance to like really beat the Lakers, and this is them actually rising up and not allowing the Spurs to hold them back. So now we got Kings, Knicks, Game 7, Based off of just the history of it, I know they're playing in the Madison Square Garden, but it, just like the Knicks franchise, it's disappointing what happens for those Knicks fans. They watch them lose Game 7 to the Sacramento Kings. And so-called Cowtown Sacramento are the NBA champions of 2002-2003 slash when this movie came out. And they did it in New York in the Mecca and Game Seven, like what they don't show is that when they actually get together on that bridge and there's all that road work, the reason there's all that road work is because there was a fucking riot after they lost game seven and damage was done to the bridge. <laughs> and that's what happened after Oh my after. god <laughs> Girl, Well, kinda technically That was an
1: incredible fucking like <laughs> incredible Run of information
0: <laughs> that was beautiful. I mean, it was technically during *Ever After*, hooks is getting? Oh my um, god!
1: <laughs>
0: oh, uh, anyway. So we can
1: make a we can make a sequel just about the riot.
0: Yeah, it's called *The Perch*.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> Damn, that got
0: dark quick. Anyway, so Max. <laughs> what? What is your verdict of this movie? Would you fuck marry or kill this movie um i would I would fuck okay I know
1: every rating pretty much has been Mary. I know this is a shock that I'm saying this about a movie for once. I know it like it might hurt some people when I finally give a rating of kill oh wait did I you did to Notting Hill yep, yeah, that's yeah. That's the
0: only kill so far in in our history. Uh, is it really? In our history, yeah. I'm are you all, keeping track? I've fucked or married every movie.
1: Are, are you keeping track? Should we be keeping track?
0: We probably should.
1: We probably should. <laughs> well, anyway. We'll, listen, we'll, we'll do yeah, that. Right. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, we'll we got yeah. time. Right. Yeah. So, I would fuck. Yeah. This is a, This is a great movie for, well... For what it was for me, it it really did fit that rating. <laughs> you know, it it's it's a good movie to watch once, and you know, soak in the glory of early two thousands rom coms. And then you know, not that not anything against it. It's just you don't need to watch it more and more and more.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. You know,
1: it's good. You just don't need to keep watching it.
0: I agree with you. I agree. This is a fuck for me as well, and this is the kind of movie that you put on the background while you're folding laundry on a Sunday. <laughs> you know, preferably hungover with commercials. Uh, you know, th- it's just it's a perfect like Sunday afternoon. I'm gonna watch something, half watch something that I don't really keep up with. So like you watch it once and then, you know, maybe every now and again you you'll watch it again in the background. But like watch is, you know. Yeah. Not necessarily an accurate word. So, it, it's, it does its job. It does its job. It's got some, you know, nice moments. Mm-hmm. But I won't be seeking this movie out again. Yeah. We've re- we've reviewed it. And, you it, know, was someone, it was fun. But if someone... Yeah. If I was, like, with a girl and the girl was like, I really want to watch How to, L- How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days right now. First off, I'd be a little offended. What are you trying to say to me? <laughs> and then secondly, I would agree to watch it. So...
1: <laughs> yeah, I would agree to it, but I would also question why. Mm-hmm. Like, have you seen it?
0: <laughs> yes, I have. Are I you mean, aware of its quality then, then sometimes why? lack thereof? Why do you
1: want to watch it again? <laughs> like, you've already seen it. If you haven't seen it, let's do it. But if you've already seen it and you're suddenly weirdly in the mood to watch it, I feel the the urge to question why.
0: So... Someone didn't turn off the, the phone image. ringer. Anyway. I thought I did. That's, that's our cue to get the fuck out of here. Yep. Um, so, thank you for listening. You can find our socials. Once again, DMs are open for Max Lion. No. Let it be known. Only positive DMs only. You know, someone who's not going to be having the kind of day out of the first one. Or, you know, who knows? Maybe it was a good one. <laughs> Um, if you're listening Hey once again I mean you're welcome uh, so, to,
1: You're welcome to send me negative Negative DMs as well You know I, I,
0: we could, Honestly we have so few followers You could use the criticism We have so few followers Anyone and everyone Yeah I'm just not gonna go on a date with you, you know, I'll, I'll take <laughs> so the bring advice the bring A game Bring A game Anyway Our Bromancing the Stone podcast That's the Instagram So just like the name Bromancing the Stone podcast F- The fucking first one bros hanging out with weed around. That's that's what <laughs> the stone the needs. first <laughs> definition. Don't you ever let don't you ever forget. Um also Twitter, Bro the Stone Pod. So that's B-R-O-T-H-E-S-T-O-N-E P-O-D at Bro the Stone Pod. That's Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Supermarket Sweep without the R in Super. So S-U-P-E Market Sweep. And you can find me on Instagram at Relusa88. That's R-E-L-U-S-A-88 find me there
1: and you can find me on instagram at the Lionhearted, which is t-h-e period l-y-o-n-h-e-a-r-t-e-d
0: perfect and that's it and the next episode will obviously be the wedding date we brought it up (laughs) earlier we're doing the trigger on that i'll go over why i just picked it because it was my pick and i i mean you kind of heard that (laughs) reasoning but i'll go a little more in depth uh with that movie so uh Thank you, thank you, thank you once again for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Love you all. And have a great night. Yeah.